0: Good afternoon and good evening, wherever you may be listening. Thank you very much for tuning in to the All You Listening Now podcast, where I will talk about any and everything. I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. Hey, yo, shout out to all the Yankees and their fans out there, and my deepest condolences, to you all in your lost in the wild card game, to my Red Sox. I think we all should give them a moment of silence in their defeat. Okay, moment over and good riddance to the I bought 22 out of the 27 World Series Championship Yankees. Does my heart good every time I see them lose. Nevertheless, nevertheless. Wherever you are, I solely hope you have had a good week because I know I have as well. All right, let me start off today's show by thanking every single one of you all for tuning in and taking the time out of your busy day to listen. Thank you so much for going to my social media page, which can be found on Facebook by looking up R-Y-L now, that's the word R spelled out, Y-L now on Facebook. If you have not gone there yet and like the page, I promise you it will not cost you a dime. It's really quick, really, really painless, too. If you enjoy what you're listening to here, like what you see there when I post from time to time, give me a like and give me a follow. I will greatly appreciate it. Also, my podcast can be listened to anywhere podcasts are being played So if you if you do like what you're listening to here, you on those different platforms, you do have the option to subscribe to the show and like it there. It'll help me out a great deal and it'll let you know every time a show is being posted. So look into those options as well. In the description of the show notes, I leave timestamps for each segment of the show so that way you can go back and listen to the different segments of the show that you may actually want to go back and listen to. So look for timestamps in the description. But on today's show, I have a couple of different topics. Obviously, I'm gonna get to the my NFL picks in a moment, but I wanted to start off today's show by talking about Making time to have time. So we all have heard the phrase, I don't have time to waste. And for everyone, that is certainly true, considering we don't know how long we might actually have to live our lives to the fullest. There have been many different ways that has been talked about to do this, from planning out our day. Or to minimizing distractions. One video I was sent about this by one of the listeners of the show, who also happens to be one of my dear friends. So thank you for that. Really hit home at the importance of this and just how to do it. In this video, the professor, who didn't give his name, otherwise I would give him um, I, I would give him credit, but did a demonstration which showed him putting things into a jar to fill it up. He started by adding golf balls in the jar. He then went on to add small rocks and then sand. And then lastly, a beer. Now, each one represented a facet of our life. The jar represented the time we have. The golf balls were the important things in our life, like family, friends, and our health, for example. The rocks were other important things, like our jobs, our homes, and our cars, for example. The sand was everything else that comes or happens in our life. Oh, and the beer was just for showing... How even with all of these things happening, we can still find time to have a drink with a person who is close to us. The message within this metaphor is that since we do have a limited amount of time each day and for our lives in general, that we have to make sure we are putting things into their proper order order so we don't feel so overwhelmed, which can cause us to lose perspective on what's important. For example, he talked about how if he had put the sand in first, he wouldn't have been able to fit in all of the golf balls or the rocks. The same goes for if he had put the rocks in first. Now, I know many of us can relate to how we feel like we don't have time for our family and our friends because we are out here trying to get the bag. It's what society as a whole has taught us. Heck, I've even talked about it on this very show. However, in the midst of trying to come up so we can grab the bag, We have to make sure that the people we have in our life that has been there supporting us on our journey stays an important part of our life. Earlier on in my life growing up, I remember being taught that my job as a man was to go out and get my grind on to make sure my family was good financially. I think that for many men who were born and raised before 1995, that was actually probably the thing that you were taught, at least one of, if not the most important thing that you were actually taught. So that's what I did. And not to toot my own horn, but I think I, for a large portion of my life, have done a very good job of it. The thing I didn't learn, though, until much later... In my life was just how much by having this mindset that I didn't take the time to be there for my family and friends the way I needed to be. I hadn't gained perspective yet on just how important that was at that time. Our lives should be built around our families, not around our jobs or our homes Or anything else, material that can be replaced. Now, I do understand with the way our society is set up, it does make it challenging to do this. With the cost of living, in many cases, outweighing the wages we earn, it almost forces us to take on a mindset to put job and material things before people even if we don't want to. The late Kobe Bryant once told a story about this and how he overcame it. He said that every day in basketball practice and in the games, he gave his all and will come home tired and will go straight to shutdown mode Since again, he was tired. He told his daughters and his wife, hey, look, I'm tired. I need a moment to myself. Of course, moments turned into hours and could turn into days. One day, he said while thinking on his way home about just how selfish that mindset truly is. He thought, how is it that he could give his all to his job, but in turn couldn't do the same to the people he said he loved most? Due to this, he said he started training his mind to not shut down when he got home so he could give his family the time they deserve. When I heard this years ago, I started thinking about how I could do this myself since I too was very guilty of this. One of the things I felt myself doing is finding little times in my day to get my quote unquote me time. They weren't always long periods of time but each time was meaningful. Like, for example, on my drives home from work, I would either listen to my favorite music or turn on a podcast or video I wanted to listen to for entertainment. I would also, after I had spent time with my family once I got home, before bed, I would play my game for a period of time or get into anything else I wanted to do to get my me time. Jobs, car, houses, and money will always come. And in some cases, they'll also go. But the people most important in our lives, just like us, will only be here for a moment in time. Which a lot of the times gets dismissed because we feel, oh, I'll just get to it. I'll get to it. I'll check on them. I'll spend time with them. One of the things that this pandemic has helped, and I believe has helped everyone to see, is just how little time as human beings we might actually have. Don't let material things, or us wanting to get those material things, by trying to get that bag, dictate how much time we need to give To the people we love and cherish the most. Because after all, the true wealth we have in our life is our time, and there's no better way to spend it. All right, ladies and gents, let's switch gears to my week five NFL picks. And look, even though I didn't do so hot last week, uh, you know, I managed to pull out a pretty positive week. I went three and two last week, since I had the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Seahawks winning last week. Now I, I got the Rams and Lions game wrong, and should have known better picking the Lions. I mean, after all, they are the Lions. However, um, <laughs> last week it brought my overall record to eleven and four uh, for the last three weeks. So, let's dive into this week's picks and see if I can improve on last week. My first game I'm going to pick actually comes on today, Thursday Night Football. Or if you, if any of my overseas listeners get to watch any American football, I guess it would be Friday on y'all's time. But nevertheless, that game would be the Rams and the Seahawks. So, the Seahawks last week came off of a very much needed win against the 49ers in San Francisco. This week, they're actually at home and they play the Rams, who again came off a loss to the Cardinals. Again, this game is in Seattle. Russell Wilson normally does phenomenal, at least in the first half of the season and. For this season already. Again, Russell Wilson is actually looking like Russell Wilson. Nine touchdown passes, no interceptions, over a thousand yards passing already this year. Has great offensive weapons. Again, we already know the Seattle defense is nowhere near the legend of boom. The Rams coming off their loss, where Matthew Stafford actually did not play his has played probably his worst game of the season. He missed throws that typically he made for at least the first three games, um, which was a large portion of why Arizona actually won. Arizona did play well, so definitely give them credit. In this game, I believe it's actually a pick 'em game. I mean, the line in this game is actually, I believe the Rams are actually favored. Yeah, the Rams are actually favored in this game. I'm in Seattle, which is interesting. I mean, it's only a two and a half, but I mean, that's still pretty much a pretty big spread for a road team against a home team. With that being said, I'm going to go with the Rams myself because I don't see the Rams losing two games in a row. I think the Rams defense will bounce back to playing a little bit disappointing against the Arizona uh, Cardinals. I think the Rams offense is going to have a field day with the Seattle Seahawks defense. And even though Russell Wilson will play probably great in that game, just won't be enough to overcome the Rams. So I have the Rams winning that game. Next game that I'm going to pick are two, uh, two and two teams, which are the Saints and the football team. So the football team right now, quarterback by, Uh, Mr. Heineke, the football team, coming off their comeback win, really, against the Falcons. And, well, I mean, it's the Falcons, so I guess it's to be expected. But anyway, coming off of that much-needed win to even their record, to try to keep pace with the Cowboys in the NFC least, it's going up against the Saints, who, again, Jameis, Winston has not played terrible this year. However, even with them not playing terrible, they lost in overtime this past week to the lonely football giants. So because of that, I don't see, and I know Washington is at home, but I don't see New Orleans losing that game. There is no way Sean Payton is going to allow the Saints to lose two weeks in a row to two least opponents. I know Washington allegedly has a great defense, even though this year they really haven't shown up. And Taylor he you know, he's he, he playing all right. He all right. But the Saints are getting Avocamara the ball more, which they need to, since, again, He's their best offensive player right now until Michael Thomas comes back at some point, probably past week six. So I'm going to pick the Saints in this game to win in Washington. The next game I'm going to pick, which is also going to be a good game, is the Browns and the Chargers. The Chargers are at home. And look, Baker Mayfield. Let me start with the Browns first, actually. Baker Mayfield has not played well this year. And considering this is a contract year for that young man, he's probably actually pressing. His, I want to say he's not his best wide receiver, but certainly a receiver he has rapport with, and Jarvis Landry is currently hurt. And he actually has not found a connection with OBJ at all. Last week, even though they won, he missed several throws to OBJ and you could actually kind of see the frustration on his face when you're playing to get more money and the franchise hasn't yet to commit to you I do get Baker pressing but he does need to play better this week yes they have the best offensive line for both passing and running for that matter which is why the Cleveland Browns leads the league in rushing Because they are that good. And they're still going to lean on their dynamic running game with Chubb and Hunt. In this game, Baker is still going to need to play better. On the opposite side of him, Justin Herbert has actually played great this year. I mean, this dude for his second year, hey, look, man, the young man looks amazing. I mean, nine touchdowns, three interceptions so not a bad ratio, over uh, 1,100 yards passing this year. I mean, the Chargers look like a pretty well-balanced team. Their defense can be had, though. Their defense can not be had. We saw that when they lost to the Cowboys. But, Char- but the Chargers obviously beat Oakland last week. This week, though, I know they're at home. I'm going to pick the Browns in this game. I have a feeling that Baker Mayfield is going to play better. Now, is he better than Justin Herbert? Nope. No, he's not. However, I think he's going to play better. They're obviously going to rely on their running game. I think because of that, the play action is going to be there. And I'm going to pick the Browns over the Chargers in a close game. In a close game. Next game on the list, and this is actually will be My upset pick of the week will be the 49ers over the Cardinals. Now, look, I know right now the Cardinals are flying high. Kyler Murray is currently probably the MVP favorite four games into the season. The young man has looked great. Over 12, almost 1,300 yards passing, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. Obviously, he has several yards, um, rushing, um, as well is a big reason why the run game for that team actually opens up and what makes them so hard to defend because he just, if he breaks contain he's going to end up, he's just going to end up breaking loose for a 10, 15 yard run which is a backbreaker to any defense is what he did to the Rams last week. The Rams thought they had him a lot of time dead, right? He'll jump out the window, pick up a first down with his feet. So Kyler looking pretty well, you know, from right here in my home state of Texas, went to Allen high school. So, so, you know, represent uh, Kyler uh, for Texas. Uh, the, the, the Arizona Cardinals defense actually isn't that bad either. On the flip side of that, you have San Francisco. So look, San Francisco 2-2 two two, again coming off that loss last week. Jimmy Garoppolo has not played bad, but he ain't played great either. Because of that, and he's actually I think he's actually gonna be out this game. I think he's hurt, so I think uh Trey Lance is actually gonna start. So we're gonna actually get to see him on the field this week. Starting most likely for Pull the 49ers. I I believe so. Do not quote me on that because maybe again, Jimmy Garoppolo will get, you know, will get healthier by the game time. But if not, I think Trey Lance is going to be in the game with that though. That's going to open up a few things because again, Trey Lance is a lot more mobile than Jimmy G um, is. So maybe that'll actually give the 49ers a spark. I'm picking them because I'm thinking Trey Lance is going to start and he's going to give that team a jolt starting that they need in their offense because their offense a lot of the times has actually looked pretty lethargic at times. So picking the 49ers over the Cardinals for that reason and because Kyle Shanahan is not going to let his team lose two weeks in a row 49ers over Cardinals. My last game, which also is going to be a great game. So the demise of the Chiefs, I think, has been written a little bit too early this season. Some places don't even have the Chiefs in their top 10 in power rankings, which I do understand, considering they are two and two and are in last place in their division. The Chiefs. Don't have a great defense at all. And the offensive line is still coming together, which is why Patrick Mahomes a lot of the times is running for his life. And he's actually been sacked more times through the first four games that he had at this point last year. Now with that, he's still playing pretty good. I mean, over 1200 yards passing, he's leading the league in touchdown passes with 14, four interceptions, so Patrick Mahomes actually isn't playing bad. Now, the thing, though, is the games they've lost is because they've turned the football over. And with a defense is that bad, you definitely do not want to do that. The Bills have, again, been playing great. The The last few teams that they have played, they have basically beaten the stuffing out of a 43 to 21 beat down of the football team in Washington. And then a 40 nothing beatdown of the Texans, who, well, they're in rebuild mode. So, yep, that 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 score should have been that. I'm shocked it actually wasn't worse because the Texans might actually lose every game this year. They might win one, but they might go 1-16. One, one, one shock, maybe they go 1-17. Having said that, Chiefs are at home. Arrowhead is still a hard place to play, and I believe... That the Chiefs will bounce back and will win. I know uh, Andy Reid, glad he's actually doing better, you know, was rushed to the hospital. Um, So I know that may, you know, kind of mess with their game plan. I know, but Aaron Biennami, I believe, is uh, the, the assistant coach's name. I mean, he's been there for a while. So I'm sure he could obviously help put that together, game plan and stuff. I'm going with the Chiefs because I believe in Patrick Mahomes and that offense with Travis Kelsey, Tyree Hill, and Clyde Edwards-Solaire. And I, and I think they're going to get the job done versus the Bills. I don't think they're going to blow them out. This is going to be a very close game. It might actually be the best game on TV this week. But Chiefs over Bills is my pick. So those are my picks for the week. Rams over Seahawks. Saints over Washington, Browns over Chargers, 49ers in an upset over the Cardinals, giving them their first loss of the year, and then Chiefs over Bills. So we'll see how I do this week. All right, ladies and gents, going to go ahead and get out of here for a week. If you enjoy the content you're listening to here, go to my Facebook page, which can be found at R Y L now. That's the word R spelled out Y L now on Facebook. Give me a like. Give me a follow. I would greatly appreciate it. Until next week, you all have a very very good week. I'll talk to you all later. Peace.